Test, test, test. No, it's not coming through. Not coming through. Oh, shoot. Hello? Test, test, test. Oh, okay. There I am. That's better. Well, I'm going to do something a little different this morning and surprise the girls by hopping on here all by myself, sees. Um, right now, Amber's on her way, and I bet her a cheese ball that she's not going to get here before 4.15. It is now 3.52. Here's the thing. And she's going to kill me for doing this and speaking the truth, but she has no concept of time. And we put down a wager, a firm wager between us gals that whoever was right, and I said, she's not going to make it here before 4.15. And she said she's going to be up here with a cup of chaga at 4.15. I predict she gets here no earlier than 4.15 and that she spills chaga all over herself on running it up here. It'll just be a wild scene. Amy, when are you going to get here? I think... Ooh. You have a slightly more of a concept of time, but you also fly in your vehicle at a speed that one of these days is going to land you an epic speeding ticket. Here's the thing about talking to yourself. It kind of makes you feel crazy. I'm up here by myself in my studio, and it's just not the same. I'm also looking at chocolate no-bakes and a little bowl of nuts, and there's nobody else here to eat them. So it, the reality is, is that I'm talking to myself next to a bowl of nuts. <laughs> well, 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 she made it. <laughs> <laughs> she's running <laughs> she's running to get chaga uh, uh this is actually in real time i'm actually recording this and so uh this will be part of the uh well she has to be i think i might <laughs> You're so right. I can hear her shuffling up. I'm shuffling. She's. <laughs> she's. Wow. You really did make it with time to spare. Don't challenge me, spicy pants. <laughs> oh, gosh. What is that dance? Woo! <laughs> I won't challenge your spicy pants. Or wait, I'm the spicy pants. Oh, so good. I guess I have to make a cheese ball now. Making a cheese ball. Wowzers. I am like, I am literally 5 million degrees. Oh, I'm having... Well, you're having a hot flash. Do you have paper towels up here? I danced a little of my chug out. <laughs> I did predict that. Uh, yes, under there. Oh my gosh, right, right. Hey, I am very impressed. Well, I feel like I am so sick. I'm fighting allergies. Mm. And Saturday, I worked so hard outside. And I ran. And I've been doing my running. And so I shouldn't be this out of shape. I know. I shouldn't be this out of shape either, but oh. I am. Those are the facts. I just... <laughs> yeah, shut the door. 
She's through it. <laughs> she did the things. She did the things. We are we are weird. We are blessed. I'm gonna have to screen I record like, that and the- she. Cr- I, I thought for sure you had it in the bag. <laughs> she crushed it. With time to spare, man, it's four eleven. I know, oh, guys. I'm gonna have to take off my sweatshirt. I have just a little tank top. Um, <laughs> I had to capture that sweetness of the. Uh, Who? Gosh. So funny. I'm so sorry for Don't all the challenge me. <laughs> Do gonna, not. I will always. Up in here, if guys. I have to trash my car, I will win the challenge. <laughs> Ransom's like, okay, your friends are weird. Oh, <laughs> for you to be so blessed, young one. <laughs> okay. We're uh, weird. Get myself organized here. Isn't, is he stunning in that dress? Oh, that was the prettiest dress. No, 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 no. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I'll, I didn't oh, know you were doing all the things. I, I'm <sighs> No, 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 no. Are we still recording? Have we yep. stopped recording? I okay. haven't stopped. I'm just going right for it. Oh, my. Okay, I got it. Right here, my coffee. Everybody do a little actual mic check. Make sure all things. <sighs> mic check. My heart I know. is racing. I know. Mine is too. Mine is too. And I've just been sitting here because I'm having a hot flash. It was a race against time. I was the ref and Amber won. I did. You did. With I don't know how to process to this information. And Rachel was spice adelic oh, no, today no. about it. Just, Sassafras. The, just the last hour. It's because I've been, It's I had to pretend to be a nice mommy. You are a nice you are mommy. You are a nice mommy. For a really long time. The whole time where you like glued to his side all day. Wow, I would not have done that. I was in my chair. He was over there on his little sofa with his blanket. I was working on my crochet blanket because I have to do something with my hands okay, so or else were, I'm just going to be like, getting stuff done. Okay. Um, but oh, man, those are good. many, 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 Deadly. many, many times he was like, Mom, let's do some more N- NBA trivia. That's what makes me feel better. <laughs> he knows how to – he knows. Is this right? I feel like my lips are over it. Yeah, yeah that needs to be low. up higher. It's a little slow low. We even sang Jolene in our park girl polo. I know. Our Parco Polo. Our Parco, Parco, Parco Polo. Polo. This Parco is going to be a Miracle Girls. Okay. 4.15. I have... 4.13. It's 4.13. All right. It's go time. Who's first? Dun, da, dun, da, da. My mouth's full. I probably okay. shouldn't go because I'm so spicy and mine is about love and joy. Okay, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first because I don't know where this is going to be recorded to... in the midst of this last one that was up today. Will this be very next? Uh-huh. Okay. So I just listened to our podcast that came out today. <laughs> Tan confidence. On the treadmill this morning. You're about welcome, everybody. Sun, what is it? Suntan confidence? Tan confidence? Tan confidence. In which we've talked about a cheese ball for three solid episodes. It's worse. We talked about it for six. But okay. three of them, you guys will have to pay to hear. <laughs> oh, gosh. And now that you know it's only about cheese balls, I, I who's going to? I, I don't know. I, I, there's some, I mean, so we, re- we record in ball. bulk. We record in bulk. And so yeah, yeah. it's not really talking about cheese, no, cheese there's balls a lot of for six weeks straight. Totally not. It's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I was sick one time and it looked like I was sick for two years or two yeah. months because we recorded in bulk. Yeah. So <laughs> sometimes I'm like, holy cow, enough with the cheese ball. Okay. <laughs> it's, I think it's a funny subplot. <laughs> if you think of it as a subplot throughout, uh, and now and there's going to be more. I'll have to make I a recipe. I'll have to put it out there you for everyone to. so everyone yes. can have the. There Raw, real, be- redeemed cheese ball. 
<laughs> it could be in the, guys, it'll be merch. We'll have a say, cheese ball. <laughs> we don't have merch, but we have cheese ball recipes. And, and I also need to work on, I have my mouth full every single episode, the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like eating my supper. Oh, well, that cheese like, ball is good. That was amazing. Oh, oh my was. word. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we talked about in our last week's episode, which was today, about sun tan confidence. But then we went way off oh, track. Are you going to blitz tan me? Con- no, it was so oh, okay. good. Like oh, okay. what we were what we were talking about, like all the things, like beauty and yeah. all the things. It was good. So this, I don't really have a topic, like a title for this. I think I'm going to call it sister love. Aww. Okay. Okay. And so I'm going to read you something. And so just while I was on the treadmill today, I was like, oh, this is this is kind of along the lines of what I want to talk about in a weird roundabout way, but just kind of how we relate to each other and we challenge each other and, and give feedback to each other. And the irony, you don't know what I'm going to toast to, Amber, and neither do you, Rachel, but you commented mm. the other day, this is a podcast. And I was like, you little twit. This is totally my podcast. What did you say elephant, that to? My elephant story. Oh, oh. I loved that. Okay. That was so like – So I'm going to read this. Did you this. read that, Amber? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it and then oh, we're going to talk about it. So good. Okay. So grab a cup of coffee. Sit back. <sighs> take a my deep breath. Now I'm getting cold, you guys. <laughs> okay. Put your sweater back on, Mrs. Menopause. Okay. So this was a post – I don't know where I found this. Someone else had posted this years ago, and I saved it. And every time it comes up in my memories, I'm like, oh, my word, I'm, I'm reposting this again. And so I love it. So there's, there's not a title to it, but it just starts by saying, women could learn a lesson from female elephants. When a mama elephant is giving birth in the wild, all the other female elephants in the herd back around her in formation. Mm-hmm. They close ranks so that the delivering mama can't be seen in the middle. They stomp and kick up dirt and soil to throw attackers off the scent and basically act like a pack of beasts. <laughs> <laughs> they surround the mama and baby in protection, sending a clear signal to predators that if they want to attack their friend while she is vulnerable, they will have to get through 40 tons of female aggression first. When the baby is delivered, the sister elephants do two things. They kick sand or dirt over the newborn to protect its fragile skin from the sun, and then they all start trumpeting. This kind of makes me weepy. (laughs) A female celebration of new life, of sisterhood, of something beautiful being born in a harsh, wild world, despite enemies and attackers and predators and Mm. odds. Mm -hmm. Scientists tell us this formation normally occurs in only two cases, under attack by predators like lions or during the birth of a new elephant. This is what we all need to do as women. When our sisters are vulnerable, when they are giving birth to new life, new ideas, new ministries, new spaces, and when they are under attack, when they need their people to surround them so that they can create, deliver, heal, recover, we all need to get in formation. We need to close ranks and literally have each other's backs. You want to mess with our sisters? Come through us first. Good luck. And when delivery comes, when new life makes its entrance, when healing finally begins, when the night is past and our sisters are ready to rise back up we sound our trumpets because we saw it through together we celebrate we cheer we raise our glasses and give thanks there is no community like a community of empowered united women who stand firm together despite any differences i don't know about you but i think these elephants have it all figured out amen it's so good it is so good it is so good and I so challenging. Oh my goodness! So when I every time mm. it comes up, I just think like, 
Mm. Well, this is what I wrote afterwards. I believe that God has created women with an incredible capacity to love well and encourage each other. I think that we do it better than men. <laughs> Just he's given, he's given us that capacity, mm-hmm. right? So I also believe that Satan knows this and he knows what kingdom havoc we could wreak if we were really mm. like that, the way God wants us to be. Yeah. So I think that's why comparison is one of our biggest struggles as women, which men don't really struggle with. Comparison is a thief of joy. And so Satan can twist something that's supposed to be where we rejoice in others' joys and we sorrow in each other's sorrows. Mm. And instead, being the jerk that he is, he can, um, you know, our greatest capacity can also turn us into the classic mean girls and some of the biggest Mm. jerks on the planet. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think we've got the capacity and the threshold for both. Mm -hmm. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. 100%. Every day. Every day. Every day. Right. And so there's power when women come together and cheer each other on when we are healthy. I think this is – we do this best when we're healthy, right? And we can move past our own insecurities and celebrate the successes and joys of other sisters. Sometimes I think it's easier to weep when others weep than to rejoice in each other's joys. Mm -hmm. Do you find that? I feel like it's easier – it's more natural to come alongside if you're sad and I'll help rise you up. But if you're successful, if I'm not in a healthy headspace or if mm-hmm. you're successful at something that I'm currently not successful at, mm-hmm. man, it takes a little bit more effort to push mm-hmm. the insecurity aside, push the comparison aside, push the jerk face aside and literally truly rejoice in each other's joy. Mm-hmm. At least for me. No, yes. it's uh, I totally. Yeah. I think there's there's rarely been a time where I'm not like congratulating somebody, but also feeling a pang of jealousy. Yeah. You know, yep. on some level about something. On some level. Where it's like, if I'm really honest, where it's like, oh, happy for I, you. Happy for Crappy you. Happy for me. <laughs> but it's not about that. So, yeah, it's so good. It's so challenging. So, my question for us is because we're trying to do blitzy <laughs> fast little podcasts this week, how do we? enter into each other's joy and come alongside the women in our life? How do we do this maybe when we're not doing well or when we want what they have? Or if we've been hurt in the past or the trust isn't as great. But I'm talking like, you know, normal good friends, not someone who's like abused you in the past. but like Just a, the joy? Like, the yeah, joy. Yeah. That's the challenge? Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's easier for us. It's harder for us to do maybe as women. Maybe it's not mm-hmm. for some. But thinking about the elephants, the two times they come alongside mm-hmm. is when there's vulnerability and hurt. Or when there's like the new joy or whatever, yeah. and so in both situations, though, I guess. Where do you? What do you personally do? I mean, I've had a lot of experience intangible with you being way out in front of me with plexus, and I've spent a lot of time cheering you on. Mm-hmm. You've done it well. And I there's there's time there's certain markers where I can remember specifically where I'm like, oh, it's not the. It's not even that you achieved a certain rank or something. It's the fact that I didn't work hard enough to do it too. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of heaps, I'm heaping coals on my own head. And, uh, but, but, but then it's not about that. It's because comparison, it's like you're a completely different person with a completely different life and a completely different everything. And God has also decided to bless you with that. And it's like, it's not one or the other. It's, they're not connected. They're just not connected. So, and if they are, it's because God wanted them to be. Yeah. You know, so it's, um, uh, yeah, I would say it's, and having, being one of four sisters and having so many girlfriends in my life that do so many different amazing things, um, 
I think there's been times where I'm genuinely happy for them. But then I I would say that it's almost always in, you know, there is some sort of like, yay. And then the, the quiet thought afterwards is self-reflective in some way mm. and probably self-judgmental. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's husband gets a huge raise and you're like trying to be happy for them that now they have more money and more ability to do something. But at the same time, you're like, my washing machine just broke. Yeah. My sink just cracked. My house is falling apart. I'm. I may or may not be citing actual tangible examples here, guys. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, hypothetically, not why really. do things always break after ten years? Every ten years, or ten threes. or fifteen, in or in threes. threes, it's like big things break in clumps or after a decade, and it's like mm. all of a sudden nothing. Anyway, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I think part it's, of that goes down to guilt and shame. Like that's what I, when when you were reading that to me and, and you were kind of, I think that <clears throat> we have an, a, a way in which women work is that when we don't succeed or we don't meet the standard that we believe we should, we go into a guilt and shame mm-hmm. spiral. Right. And so that's what that is, what yeah. you're feeling is guilt and shame. and And that is not, what we're like that mm-hmm. is an interesting phenomenon that I'm working on through therapy is what is guilt and shame and how do you receive feedback because mm-hmm. like maybe you do need to work harder on something to, right, uh, totally she, right you know but without yeah. spiraling into guilt and shame mm-hmm. and I don't know that yet that's why I'm still in therapy but that <laughs> is that what is where my brain always goes is that like I feel like when I see someone succeeding I am often my sin is that when I anybody is succeeding and I start feeling gross Mm -hmm. about it I will automatically my mean girl is I will start picking apart what I don't like about that person Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. myself feel better I'm getting way, Jeez. way better at it. That seems more fun because I pick on my own self. It <laughs> seems more fun. It seems more fun to pick on <laughs> so someone like, else. But I, I'll use I, Peter's an easy example because he never. I, no, I totally get what you're saying. It'd be like, oh, but they also, yeah, have you know, they're short oh. and stocky, and there are they, they're yeah. this or that. Or their like, house is messy. You know, like and- if, if like their husband oh yeah well their their kids are just going to be more spoiled and mm-hmm. my kids aren't spoiled they have work ethic did you see those kids they have no work ethic that is so funny yeah. how, where our minds go so, and so to different places too because i'm like here i am picking on the visual thing and their I, house is a mess and they're fat and it's yeah. like that's what i'm picking on and you're like they're they're going to be more educated i'm just like <laughs> what right so for me i know we're very different people we're very different but i think that that what that is is it's guilt and shame and so it's there's this amount of confidence that we have to have to do that well. We have to know who we are well. Absolutely. And I think that's the key. It's mm. like if you know who you are and who God has made you to mm-hmm. be and the path that God has sent you on, your boundaries are so much clearer. Yes. Where you begin and they end mm-hmm. and where yes. your joy can be their joy because mm-hmm. you know who you are. And so often – in Christ. in Christ, absolutely, o- right. always. That's yeah. that's a health. That's your. That's you at your healthiest and right. best. My identity is in Christ, yeah, and right in Him I am sufficient because of Him. Right. Whatever you know, so you can have joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have joy that you know. Mm-hmm. If I if I leave something, you know, like let's say I, I leave a job or I leave a you know a friend friendship or whatever because it's the right thing and it's the healthiest thing and I can sense that. 
it, there's a little part of my sinful heart that's like, well, that's going to go down the tubes now that I'm not there yeah. to make it amazing. Right. And if it How are they going to survive without, without me? me? I mean, really. <laughs> I am kind of a big deal. All the time. <laughs> and so when it continues to be fruitful and it mm-hmm. continues to be blessed and that person is continuing to be happy, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not – that doesn't make me bad or them bad. It means that I wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be there right. and that thing is still its own – Right. unit without me mm-hmm. and that that is my insecurity that wants totally. it's very humbling but it's so, so good humbling. to learn i feel like the lord teaches me reteaches me that often yeah <laughs> and that's what's months. so beautiful <laughs> yeah. about the elephant lesson that time <laughs> i love that's what i love about the elephants though is that there mm. was this like camaraderie and i do think we do do it really well in the joyful things Mo- most of the time but like you know like we you guys surrounded eliza in her death like Mm -hmm. we have a way of knowing when it's time Mm -hmm. to circle the horses Mm -hmm. that's a good comparison we did sing and stomp very loudly we did you were eliza for eliza yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so you but that was weeping with those who weep it's easier to do that my point was i think right harder with the joy the mean girl the jerk girl comes out when someone else is succeeding and we're not yeah yeah Mm -hmm. But regardless, th- because, we need to do both because well. That's, and I think we can do both well. I think we do do both. I think we can do both well. And I think there, it's in there. But the reason that I think it's easier to weep is because you feel bad for them. Well, and your wall, and everybody's the other, walls are so down. Yeah. Like it's such a place of vulnerability and pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think you, when you see someone who is in pain or suffering, you are so thankful that you are not that person. Mm-hmm. That it is easy for you to surround them. In the other situation, they are above you, and right. Yeah, and so, like, maybe. and so there's that. There's that. You are the humbled one, you, right? They're, both of them are vulnerable in their own separate way. But one, it's where you are up against their vulnerability. Because if someone's moving away to a new job, they are still in an incredibly vulnerable situation. They're about to go to home, mm-hmm. but but their vulnerability looks a lot prettier than. If they're dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, I think it's just interesting yeah. how it's, it's again, we are myopic human beings. Oh, so The true. joy or the sorrow that we see is through our lens. And it's not, and often I will tell myself when I'm starting to feel my, you know, that spinny, when your brain starts spinning. Mm-hmm. Amber, this is not about you. Right. Right. Pull. And we think everything. Yes. And you have Especially to, like, now in our culture. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to actually, I have to chant it. This is not about you. What is the big picture? Zoom mm-hmm. out on this, kid. Like, yep. get your act together. Get your head out of your keister and, like, zoom out a little bit. Because mm-hmm. we see everything from our own pain, our own situation, good, bad, or ugly. And that's... We lose community that way. Absolutely. What do you think, Amy? What are what are your thoughts about it? Well, I think it's it's individual how you handle things. I think for me, I always if I sense any any um, jealousy rising up in my heart or any bitterness if I've been hurt rising up in my heart, how I have always since I was a little girl had to deal with this. And Kevin and I have processed this a lot because we handle hurt especially very, very differently. Mm-hmm. He, if he's been hurt, it's he doesn't end the relationship, but he's like he removes himself from the situation and kind of there's protection. I have to run to it in order for it to 
not allow a root to grow in my heart. And mm. so I can vividly remember one of the deepest pains of my life, a friend hurting me. And it was, there was no sin. It was just a leadership thing. And um, she was moving. And I remember offering to help her move. And I was on my hands and knees in her, one of her rooms, scrubbing her floor. And like it was the Lord in my heart saying, this is how you will heal. This is how you will prevent bitterness from growing. Like mm-hmm. I had to run to her and, and make sure. And she didn't even know. She had no idea. You never talked about it? Oh, yes. But in that moment. Oh, oh yeah. We've talked a lot about yeah, oh, okay. that situation. But yeah. in that moment, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's the same like in my business. Plexus is – there's there's always prizes to, to try to try to get or, or ranks to try to reach. Or there, it is in some ways – it's a competition with yourself, mm-hmm. you know. But, but you see your peers who've maybe signed up after you and mm-hmm. pass you or whatever. So it can breed competition. It can breed – comparison if you're not careful and I remember one of the trainings I sat under this sweet mama who was a believer she's like and the higher you go in any company in any business but she's like you'll see the more and more jerk rise up in your heart if you're not careful Hmm. and so and I can anytime somebody gets a rank that I don't get or gets a prize that I don't get I make myself intentionally go and be like oh my word that's amazing you go girl you're a beast because I could easily Mm -hmm. be like "Mm, just not say anything do you know what I mean? But that's – that's she has no clue. It's what I know is going on in my heart. Do you know what I mean? And so I have to run to it. Mm-hmm. And I find when you do that, like instantaneously almost, it's like – you know the Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood but against principalities. I think of that so often. Like we can't see the battle that goes on behind Mm-hmm. In, you know mm-hmm. and so like the Satan is always in a battle for our heart and the Lord always wants our heart and so in, in the little things and the big things but the little things can become the big things the Bible says beware the little foxes that destroy the vine yeah. and in my business if I want longe- longevity in my business I can't <coughs> there is no room <laughs> mm-hmm. or that would be daily there's no room for that do you know what I mean mm-hmm. daily someone's going to pass me daily someone's going to win a prize or add more people or do whatever do you know what I mean it can't be about that or mm-hmm. I'll go crazy mm-hmm. I think that's in for me how I handle both situations if a friend is in pain or a friend has hurt me or a friend is succeeding I have to run to them that's yeah. how I handle it and you that's handle how it really well too doing that yeah, I do I'm not so. run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like Kevin, where I have to immediately put up a boundary mm-hmm. and then I have to process it with my safe people. And then once I know what it is, and I mean, you guys have just walked through this with me. Mm-hmm. I was in a hard situation. I had to put up some boundaries. I Just for the record, Amber's been in a hard situation for the last three years now. Yeah. I feel like there's no end in sight. <laughs> hoping. Hoping that the Lord will give me a... Uncle, uncle, I'm crying, uncle. Um, but not for my crazy one. Because um, he might come out of the woodwork again. From He's, glory to glory, Amber goes. Um, but what I have to do is similar, but in a different process. So I have mm-hmm. to um, put up a boundary instantly. And because I know, like, if I did what you did, maybe in a couple years, more therapy, I might be able to do that. But if I did what you did... While I'm doing it, I would be cursing that person. Like, I'd be like... Still going Miss Piggy or Piggy I, Inside, blinders. yeah. I would be mm-hmm. doing it 
in well, a, conversations were still had. Right. There were and still that's, co- and that's conversations. the difference. I wouldn't but. have the conversations and I would just go, I would be, that's me setting myself on fire, right? Yeah. That's me being super passive. And yeah. so I would be setting myself on fire and I would giving up my time to try to make them love me. And which is n- my normal reaction when something, when I feel, dis- when I feel a disturbance in the force. When you feel upset with someone, you want to <laughs> yes. make them love you? A disturbance yes. in the force. When I feel a disturbance <laughs> in the force, I, I want to go either two ways. I either want to run to them and... Huh. Peel myself, splay myself to make them love me. Hi, hi. Like overcompensate into a really weird place or I cut and run or okay. I go Miss Piggy. So those are both. Yeah, I don't think scrubbing her floors was uh, splaying myself. It was, I knew I was, it was an act of obedience. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. It. But it wouldn't be for me. Mm-hmm. I would be doing it to try to <laughs> make her. <laughs> well, no, I'd be like, on it. I'm rubbing my spit in here. Yeah. No, it'd be more <laughs> like, please love me, please love me, please oh, love me, yeah, please yeah, love yeah. me. Look, I'm yeah. washing your floors. Yes. Can, are you going right. to be nice to me now? Right, right. It's a, it's a, it's an abuse response, mm-hmm. right? So, like, mm-hmm. pl- if I do everything right, will then you be nice to me? Whatever the narrative is in my head that I'm trying to fulfill. But do you do that with close friends? Would you do that with Rachel? If Rachel hurt you deeply, and then. She throws her back out and she needs, which is real, real. This has actually happened. And she has no groceries in her fridge. I think you would go and fill her fridge with groceries. I would. But that is because we're at a totally different. Sure. So Uh, years ago, I mean, clarify. I mean, years ago, when we were not in the best of places, I would still, I would still bring stuff to her fridge. Yeah. But I wouldn't feel, I would be. I would, it would be a grain of sand. So yeah. if the next time my house was messy and she didn't come help me clean it, okay, I would be and like, I didn't put mm. stuff in your fridge. And I'd okay. be like, mm, remember then another that grain of time sand. that I, you know, oh, yeah. so yeah. I would still do it, but I, it, my heart space wouldn't be in the right thing. So it came for with strings in yes. your heart. Oh, for sure. <laughs> strings. So many strings. <laughs> so for me, I need to put up a boundary. <laughs> Pull myself back and mm. process it. Mm-hmm. And the processing is a very ugly space because I have to go to both extremes. Yeah. And I have to verbalize it with not that person, but with mm-hmm. say people are journaling. And then I have to come to the conclusion of what is the right thing. Find the middle. And then I and then I can when I do that, if I process it all out. And my prayer and my hope is that the longer I retrain my brain through trauma therapy, the the shorter that time frame is. Mm-hmm. But I will get to the place where I can then release it. Because yeah. until I release what the angst inside mm-hmm. me, it becomes sand in the back of my brain. And it makes a big old black pearl. Yeah. And then I chuck at you. Oh. Hit you in the eye. It's actually a bullet. It is. How do you do, Rach? What do you do? Well, I'm just sitting here trying to think about these elephants. And I'm thinking <clears throat> maybe some of these elephants haven't had babies. Maybe some of these elephants lost one of their babies how do we know what all the stories are with these elephants but they're still making that circle mm. amen that's good they're Look at still you. That's so deep oh thank you <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, was, I was like i didn't know <laughs> well you've been so spicy today i, I know like, i got it all out about yeah, the cheese she's, balls so now she's good. mellow now i'm mellow <laughs> down off that powerful high <laughs> Of losing. Of no, sass. seriously, I'm in, in a moment of seriousness, I, I'm thinking about these elephants and I'm mm-hmm. like, everyone has their own mm. story. I'm sure one of these elephants is bigger than the other elephant. She's like, oh man, I, this one looks better than me. But I'm still mm-hmm. going to stomp it out with my sister. Yeah. I'm still going to make this circle and protect this other sister of mine and we're going to make the dust together and we're going to spit on the ground together and we're going to make a lot of noise together. And even though 
we all have our different stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And clearly just the three of us, it's like we're even processing this information and this story all completely totally. differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go to the hurt, you know, you're going to the, this is how I do this. And I'm just thinking about the elephants. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> but like, but that's beautiful, Rach. It is true. We all have our own story. Yeah, and we all have really, even the three of us, and everyone listening, we all have situations for and people that we have circled and stomped for and made the dust for. And it's like we, we even though there's the struggle, the human struggle to not feel jealousy or not feel bitterness or to get joy and grief almost convoluted in our sinful hearts, I I love the simplicity that God gives us with animals. Like when we're lazy, he's just like, look at an ant. Yes, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Like this together. is they're doing what they're born to do. Right. Look at a bee. Look at these elephants loving each other mm-hmm. and declaring it wildly. So like he simplifies things for us often through granted they don't have souls, but like they they're just Doing what they're born to do. Doing what they're created created to do. do. It's in them to Mm -hmm. do this. Birds wake up and sing to the Lord every morning. It's that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think us humans complicate every single thing in our life Mm -hmm. so much more than it has to be. So good. I also think along those lines, Rach, I think when you find your 2% that will circle you, the healing is the realest because I, I mm-hmm. believe that you two and some other select few have been circling me these mm-hmm. last three years and stomping the ground and creating the dust. And the growth that I have had personally in the last three years have been so enormous, but I don't think I would have done it if I didn't have For sure. my community circling me. And I, I think too, got along with the elephant analogy, like you're saying, I just like the elephants, they're just like doing their thing. I think as far as like the 2%, when an enemy attacks, it's like, I can be a sass to you and you can be a sass to me, mm-hmm. but someone from the outside, don't you dare. You have right. to come through all of us, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. So those right. elephants could have been fighting over the last piece of whatever for their lunch and a lion comes and that's done. That's yeah. over and they are circling. You it's know? interesting because again, yeah. mm-hmm. they do, they all have their own myopic stories, but in that moment they don't matter. That elephant in the middle does. And that's what made it so beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. It's when we're able to shut ourselves off and circle the wagons. And we can mm-hmm. deal with the crap later. But right. at that moment, right. <laughs> you know, like I think about when, when my biological father died and how you guys literally like stopped everything and was like, it's go time. Mm-hmm. And go I time. <laughs> was able to process so much pain and that, Three years ago, four years ago would have spun me out of control. I would have been a mess Everything for that's happened to you in the last three years would have spun you out of control before these three years. Yeah. And you've not only like dealt with them one hard, super hard thing <laughs> again and glory again glory. and again <laughs> and again. I just really like jewels in my crown. Yeah. We're <laughs> working on that crown, but I've been praying for personal growth and man. But the thing is, is that you, we've, we can track your personal oh, growth. Oh, absolutely. Like hard in the last three years but that's also be i truly believe because of community because if i didn't have those elephants around me you can't how do you call me fat i am yeah she's definitely calling us fat (laughs) (laughs) well ladies and my little elephants um but i think that if you don't like 
you can't be vulnerable if you don't feel protected. And so for a year, I think for years, I didn't allow myself to be protected. I don't want to blame people who've known me and be like, I thought I was your elephant. Mm. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> what I'm saying yeah. is, is that when you, when you allow yourself right, you to, be to be in a herd, right, right, right? You have to allow yourself to be in the herd. I love these analogies. Yeah. <laughs> then you can have your elephants, but the herd has to see you in the good, bad, and the ugly. And I yes. think that's what we as a, as a right. well, culture, story, they're struck- protecting her because she's having a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's the and thing. I think in our yeah. culture, we don't want to show the good, bad, and the ugly. Right. We mm-hmm. want to show the good, but not the bad and the ugly. Right. And as you know, for giving birth, that's bad and ugly. It's <laughs> good, but it's bad and ugly. So Max. good. That was so good, Amy. What a great analogy. I know. Well, wind this down. I'm going to use it to jump off of next week. Okay. I'm going to end with a quote. I just posted this on my wall today. Um, It's by Mostafa Ibrahim. And so when we are at our healthiest, when when we're acting the way God made us to be, may we be like the elephants. And this is the quote he said, may we also never be this. May you never be the reason why someone who loved to sing doesn't anymore. Or why someone who dressed so uniquely now wears plain clothing. Or why someone who always spoke so excitedly about their dreams is now silent about them. May you never be the reason someone gave up on a part of themselves because you were demotivating, non-appreciative, hypercritical, or even worse, sarcastic about it. Amen. To the men. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good.